You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The South African Reserve Bank's Monetary Policy Committee has concluded its two-day meeting. What was the harvest that was reaped from that meeting? We'll find out now with the head of SA Investments at 91 in Cape Town, and that's Nazmira Muller. What was the decision, please, Naz? The Reserve Bank decided to cut interest rates by 50 basis points. I think there were some in the markets that were expecting more, hence um, the reaction you've seen. But the decision was not unanimous either, Lindsay, which was a little bit surprising. That's interesting because was it a decision that was a split decision rather that meant that some people didn't want a cut or some people that wanted a bigger cut? Well, two of the five members voted for only 25 basis points at this stage and three voted in favor of the 50. So nobody didn't want to cut, but um, two of the members, 40% of the committee wanted a smaller cut than we saw. And this is, would normally be the last question that I, know I would ask you, but that really suggests that maybe the cutting cycle for the short to medium term is now over. No, I don't think it's over. I think they're going to be cautious. I think what they indicated was that they see inflation continuing to trend lower in the short term, um, but I think there's still room for them to cut again um, in this cycle. Well, that would, that would be fantastic. And, and certainly some people were saying 75 basis points. Other people were saying 100 basis points or 1%. Can we just go back two or three steps? Because I've started to lose track, Nazmira, about where, from where we have come. Where have we come from? Where are we now? How many cuts have there been? Where have we come from in terms of the repo rate in South Africa? Yes, please. So remember, in January, they cut by 25 basis points. Okay, so one, number 125. Um, and then they cut by 100 in March and another 100 in April. I remember that. And one of those meetings was an unscheduled meeting. And now we've cut by another uh, 50. So we've gone uh, 200, 275 basis points or two and three quarters percent, which now means that we're at an all-time record low for the repo rate, I think. Exactly. So we're 3.75% at this point in time. Very good indeed. You talked about the reaction. Let's have a look at that reaction now. I've got a slightly delayed screen compared to yours, Nazmira, but if we go back to March, at the end of March, the Rand was trading at 19.34 against the US dollar. It's suddenly trading at 17.56, so almost 200 basis points better, and against the pound and the euro, similar moves. And I've got the bond market at 8.95%, and at one stage, I think it was 13.50. So it's been an extraordinary time for local financials. It has over the course of the lockdown. I think the I think you need to separate out those variables. The bond market, what we saw was a big um, dislocation, as you saw foreigners exiting in late March, early April, and a lack of liquidity in the market. And I think a lot of that has been restored, though there's still some concerns around funding the enormous fiscal deficit this year. The RAND, I think, weakened significantly through – Um, late March. But ironically, we're back to levels of early April at this point in time. So most of that extreme weakness where it went towards 19 in late April has all been retraced over the course of the last couple of weeks. And I think a lot of that is to do with the global risk on trade that you're seeing at this point in time.
Yes, it all does fall into place, doesn't it? I mean, people are telling me that the South African Reserve Bank has been buying bonds, but it's not a quantitative easing. Um, obviously, inflation coming down, which has supported the decision to cut interest rates, and the rand were just simply overdone. And also, the dollar is weaker. We mustn't forget that. The dollar is weaker against the euro, going from 108 to 110 uh, quite recently, that euro-dollar exchange rate. What was the rhetoric around this decision? I think the sob is... Um, seeing inflation continue to um, trend lower in their forecast. However, their decline in forecast is not as large as ours. So we think that inflation could definitely surprise on the downside as the year progresses. They also have lowered their growth forecast. I think they had just over a 6% contraction at the April meeting when they did the inter-meeting cut in April. And now they've moved it to just over 7%. We think it's going to be larger than that, at least eight and a half, probably closer to ten and a half percent contraction this year. Um, so I think the combination of um, deteriorating growth forecasts and improving inflation forecasts could see the Saab cutting again at their next meeting and perhaps even the one after that. Yes, I think their GDP projection at that last meeting was 6.1%. Um, most people were saying at that time that it'll be at least 10% and you concur with that. So you you obviously don't fall into the camp, well, the worst is behind us and we're going to bounce back quite quickly. And activity, if you, if you look out your window now, Nazmira, you'll probably see more cars than you did a month ago. And But you believe that there's still a process to be followed here? Yeah, I think there's. I think we're going to see a gradual opening up of the economy. But unfortunately, the disease, um, the virus burden is increasing. You know, I I don't think it's going to be an easy process. Um, Unfortunately, I think the combination of um, regulatory restrictions, but also people's changed behavior due to the virus means that at best, our economy will be operating at about 80% of pre-COVID levels by the time we get to the end of June. So still quite a drag to GDP as we go through this year. I keep on seeing headlines flash up on my screen from organisations like the World Health Organisation and also the World Bank. The World Bank, I think, today said that um, 60 million people could be plunged into poverty across Africa. I think it was Africa. It could have been sub-Saharan Africa. But anyway, the point they're making is that it's not over yet. And also that there could be 40,000 deaths from COVID-19 in South Africa in a relatively short space of time. So it's almost as though... We're not behind the curve, but we certainly haven't seen the pandemic uh, hit us as hard as in other countries. That's true. So we haven't seen um, the number of people infected that we've seen, certainly in parts of the developed world. We also haven't seen the deaths. So our deaths right now are sitting at just over 300 people. Um, I think that the big question is, how does this pan out? So the government instituted a lockdown. We saw the widespread support for that. But I think as the opening up has dragged on longer and um, some of the bureaucracy has been a little bit creaky, let's go with creaky. creaky. Um, I think it's all well intentioned, but um, the execution hasn't been optimal. For example, when some bureaucrats sit in a room and decide whether we can buy open-toed shoes or not, that sounds very worrying, doesn't it, Lindsay? (laughs) But I think that intentions are all good. I think the problem is we are going to see our economy operating at suboptimal levels for some time. 
And there, there is this issue around the massive negative impact on people's well-being from loss of jobs, loss of income, um, loss of education that also needs to be factored into the equation. And um, personally, I think the government's been a little bit slow to deal with those issues, but they, are, they do seem focused on, on that now. Okay, eight and a half to a ten and a half in the negative for GDP is your forecast, uh, which is a little bit more pessimistic than the Reserve Bank's itself. Inflation, you think, is going to come lower than the uh, Reserve Bank's forecast again. So, what is your forecast on the repo rate? We're currently three and three quarters percent. Where do you see it by year end? Well, I think that if growth and inflation turn out as we expect. Um, you see at least another 50 basis points, if not 100 basis points on the repo rate from here. Okay, so two and three quarters to three percent is your target. Nazmira, thank you very much for your analysis. That's Nazmira Muller, who's the head of SA Investments at 91 in Cape Town. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer, or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision, and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.